and welcome to Casa Loud Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeon's, the Casa Grandes, and the Loud House universe. And I'm your host, Sunny. And welcome to Casa Loud Chats, a brand new series as we're talking about the season retrospectives of the Loud House, the, the main show, as we're talking about each season of the Loud House celebrating its fifth anniversary. This month in May was the fifth anniversary of the Loud House. And to celebrate the fifth anniversary, I wanted to go back and talk about each season of the Loud House, respectively, and give it it's time to talk about it and how each season has evolved through the years and how we look back at each season. And of course today we're starting out with season one as we start with the beginning of the show as we look back and see how things have changed since then and how things have you know been since since season one. But I'm actually not alone in talking about season one of The Loud House today on this season retrospective. I have of course a very special guest of me. He's been on my show multiple times. You know him as Saran from the Castle Loud Cybercast. Welcome back Saran. Hey, how are you? I'm very happy to be back. I'm very excited to have you on again, as always, because I love doing this stuff with you. Because I've recorded with you, you record with me, we do the, the Casa Live sessions sometimes when those happen. But yeah, no, thank you again for doing this with me. I'm, gl- I'm finally glad that we can actually do this. It's been rescheduled like four times. Yeah, yeah, so I'm recording these in advance, so when these come up, these will obviously be in order. But I've recorded some episodes before this one, if you're in the in the future. So like finally getting to do this one. I've been holding it up for so long. And finally getting it done. And then I have to record another episode on my own, talking about the new episodes, since those are all over the place. So but I'm glad I finally get to do this and with you. Alright, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, so yeah, so we're talking about season one. And so I have a bunch of questions to ask you about season one of the Loud House. Of course, it's drastically different than everything we've experienced in the past five years of the show as the show has evolved and changed through the years. And so I like to describe this season as, well, the Lincoln House. <laughs> because it is Lincoln's ah. show, and the show is mostly, like, the, the main plot, the main storyline, or, like, the main theme of season one is Lincoln surviving in a family of ten sisters and how to survive in that and all that stuff. So I want to ask you, your first, my first question is, um, what is your opinion of season one? Looking back at it now, we've had five, four or five seasons of the show now. What is it about season one that you think has, you know, what, what, what makes it different or stand out from all the other seasons now? Well, the biggest thing with season one is it's the season that I really only go back and watch. Like if I'm trying to go back to sleep at night and it's on, that's the only time I really watch season one. It's very forgettable and doesn't have a lot of memorable episodes to me. It has a few, like Save the Date. I think that's in season one. Yes. That's a classic. Uh, but, yeah. But most everything in that season is kind of forgettable and I don't really want to watch anymore. But I'll watch it if it's on. Hmm. That's an interesting opinion. I wouldn't say season one is forgettable. I would say it's memorable in a sort of, I don't want to say bad way, but I want to say kind of an interesting way. Because there's episodes that a lot of us don't particularly like and ones that just stand out as like not being great. I mean, you know, you have a very controversial episode of season one, uh, Out in the Limbo, which is probably a very, <laughs> one of the least favorite episodes of the fandom, myself included as a Lincoln fan. And again, like, the majority of episodes in season one are mostly focused on Lincoln's perspective, and the sisters are kind of an obstacle. But I do agree that there are a lot of 
episodes where I think some of them are kind of forgettable, like the one where they're like doing chores or some other things like that. But I still think season one has this, I, I wouldn't say reputation, but more like it has this legacy of being a season that people don't particularly forget, but so mostly not fond of, I would say. Is that a good description for season one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, there are, again, I think there's a lot of iconic episodes of season one. Like, I could name a ton of season one episodes I really do enjoy. But I, but some people are going to say, like, well, because you're a Lincoln fan, it's biased. And, well, yes, but also the fact that I think season one Lincoln isn't that, is kind of hard to look back on. Because he was kind of a jerk in season one, not going to lie. I don't really like season one Lincoln that much, but... You know, it it's nice when we look back at these seasons and think about, like, how the show has changed. But, uh, okay, so my next question to you is, for season one, what are some of your what are some of your favorite episodes or moments or anything that stands out to you in season one that you can remember about any episodes of this season? Anything that you particularly liked about season one? What stands out to you? Well, I think we can just both agree right off the bat. Save the Date was one of the biggest moments of season one that stands out especially uh but some of the others like i think the pilot left in the dark is a, a classic i still love watching that one to this day uh house music because obviously i'm i'm kind of into that sort of thing so it just sticks out to me personally um i like the um The Loudest Yard, the one where Lynn takes Lincoln's place at the football season. I personally like that one a lot. Uh, let me, I can't think of any more because, I, like I said, it's uh, there's not a lot that I go back and love watching to this day. I'll just kind of watch if they're on the rest of them. Yeah, I, I agree with a few of those. Like, again, Save the Date was my first episode of the show. I got into the show, like, literally into the middle of season one. So, you know, I, I know a lot of people have strong opinions on Save the Date, but to me, it is a classic. It stands out. It's just iconic. And no one will forget how great it is, you know, so I always praise it. Um, an episode I really love from season one that a lot of people don't talk about, but I think is a great finale. Like, this episode to me is like, the show really doesn't have many finale episodes that feel like you just wrapped up a season and it feels so satisfying. To me, Homespun is such a, like, a, like a, it really, like, feels like a finale of the show with the show never gotten so many more seasons. It wrapped up the whole theme of season one where it's about Lincoln surviving in a, in a family full of sisters, but they're, they're trapped in the basement and they're all, like, reminiscing about moments where they're going to miss their house if their house gets destroyed by, like, a tornado or something. And see all the, like, unused episode ideas they could have came up with, like, like, Lori Bobby's first date or some other moments where they were, like, like, the air conditioner broke so they used it to, like, like skate skate around the house and stuff. And just looking back at those little moments, like, maybe realize why I like the Loud House so much is because I liked the family dynamic and seeing how close the family was. So knowing that, like their house could be destroyed and it's like maybe we'll get a new one it's like well we'll we'll, we'll miss our our house i know our house is kind of crappy but i think we'll we'll miss it and we really like the moments we've had in this house and stuff and so i think homespun really should be celebrating more because it feels like 
a finale of the show if the show never got renewed. Right, I agree, and it, and I actually that's one of the ones I forgot about, but not because of my previous point that uh, it's quite forgettable, but because I don't think I've seen them, but like one or two or maybe three times, and it's been a quite a long time since I saw it last, so I don't remember a whole lot about it. But from what you described, definitely, I definitely can agree that it's a finale, finale instead of just being a final episode to a season. It has that dynamic of being a finale. Yeah, and like you were talking about house music, and I remember that episode is again like the first episode where it's not really focused on Lincoln, but they started to like start focusing on the sisters or give them more significant parts than just like being stereotypes or just being one note characters. Like the one episode I remember, like, because I came to the show as a Lincoln fan, I actually. I started out not liking the sisters. I didn't really think they were a bit that interesting, even though they all had their own, like, distinct one traits that they all liked, they all had. But I remember the Lola episode, Tadler's Tale. I remember that episode made me really like Lola as a character, seeing that they could focus on the sisters and give them actual, like, plots and characters and, you know, motivations and goals than just Lincoln and focusing on him. Because, again, I feel like, you know, looking back at season one, a lot of stuff started to get stale, like, you know, with Lincoln, majority of the episodes would be like, he's with Clyde, and they're going on an adventure, or, like, he's trying to avoid his sisters, or saying how rude and obnoxious his family is, you know? And it's like, you can only do that a few times before it gets stale. So, but I think looking back at season one, it's definitely a season where they were trying stuff out, but then they realized, like, we can actually do stuff with the sisters than just Lincoln. Right. And um, and another one that I forgot to bring up was the one <clears throat> where they go, where Lincoln goes to his first concert. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, Rodeo. Oh, no, not Rodeo. Like uh, for Bros Route to Rock. Right. Okay. I, I love that one a lot. As oh, well. yeah. That's a classic. One. I think that's like a rare, like that, that to me is like, if you, if you think about season one, Loud House, I think a lot of people will agree that episode is great just because we get, like, Luna's backstory. Like, I don't think with the sisters, we don't really get a lot of their backstories and how they got into their own things. Like, I think Luann had one and maybe Lori had one, but, but that one actually explained why Luna got into music. And they really just, again, evolved her character and made her stand out than just being the music girl. Or I was also thinking about I think an episode that people used to like but don't talk about anymore is Toads and Tiaras. I think that's a great episode just because, like, Lincoln helps Lana train for the pageant to become Lola. And I like it. Like, he trains her really hard, but then he realizes Lana should just be herself. And I love that little speech he gives to Lana where it's like, just go out there and be yourself. It doesn't matter if you're Lola or not. I want you to be yourself and you can do whatever you want. And, it, and well, Lana actually won in the end. Like, I, I think that episode's really great. It's definitely, to me, it's a masterpiece and people should definitely remember it. Because I remember a lot of people liked it, but then nobody ever talks about it again. Yeah, I, I like that episode, but I'm in the guilty group who doesn't talk about it anymore. So, uh, another question to you is, do you have any least favorite episodes of season one? Because, well, there's there's plenty of episodes I could pick up for season one, but do you have any episodes you don't like at all? Well, I mean, 
the one that sticks out to me the most is heavy metal because I just saw that one a couple of days ago again, and it just uh, there's a lot of things wrong with it to me. To me, it's a classic in the wrong way <laughs> because right. the problem is it, it, it the thing is like we can't ignore that episode because we're Roddy Ann fans and that introduces Roddy Ann. It's kind of important and it's real like like we. Like we want to, we want to defend it because it introduces Roddy in, but at the same time we can't because we know it's a bad episode. It, it's hard. <laughs> it's conflicting. Right, and but the stereotypes placed in that episode, like, oh, she's bullying you. That means she likes you. Uh, that uh, kind of me the wrong way. Yikes. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was true though. That, that that the point is though, it was true though. So right. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> And another one, this may be controversial, but uh, One Flew Over the Loud House, I don't really care for that one because it's just kind of a stereotypical zombie infection episode. Well, it doesn't do anything to add to the plot of that kind of episode. I mean, it's kind of hard to measure that episode now when a certain uh, you know, situation's still going on in our world. That's why they pulled yeah. it from airing. So, yeah, it's... I think that episode's kind of gross to look back on. Yeah, I don't really like it that much. It's... I didn't even know it had gotten pulled. I never heard that it gotten pulled. Yeah, apparently it did from airings for a while on Nickelodeon. They pulled it just because it has the implications of spreading a disease around to the family members. They They don't want kids to be reminded of that. Yeah, understandable. And then the other one that I didn't really quite care for was a novel idea. Lincoln was kind of ungrateful in that episode, wasn't he? Huh. You know, that's an episode I haven't, like, thought about. I don't, I mean, to, to say Lincoln was very, what did you say, ungrateful? In that I, episode? I said ungrateful because he, he just kind of acted like he didn't want to be with his mother. Because there was something better on the other side of the street. Well, I mean, if if you were Lincoln, I would you choose to be in a, in a dentist's office or playing like whatever whatever they were doing at Lynn's office? I mean, like they were having a great time making that making the best of it. But then again, you gotta give it to Lincoln for at least doing the best he could to make make fun out of being in a dentist's office, though. So you know, you can't really right. blame him. I I would prefer obviously doing what they were doing at uh, the dad's office, but if if I was if it was told to me you got to come to the dentist office with me instead, I wouldn't complain and mope around. I'd find something to do. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he did do that in the end, but uh, yeah. As for me, like again, there are so many episodes I could name from season one that I absolutely despise. Of course, I on the limo. I mean, everybody agrees that episode is trash just because Lincoln is horrible in that episode. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. I think he's the worst in that episode. Even Like, he's like, such, like, a, season one Lincoln to me is self, such a selfish prick sometimes. Like, like when I when I first got into the show, even Save the Date, he's such, she's such a real, like, selfish kid. Like, he's so mean. Like, I just don't like season one Lincoln because they make him, so, like, to me he feels more like what he like he's 12 years old now like it seems that season one lincoln feels too mature than being a kid so like sometimes he'd just be so selfish to where he looks bad 
or he just does selfish things and the sisters get mad at him for it or he just has to learn in the end, oh, I should have not done this thing. And there's a few examples I can think of on the top of my head. Like, another one that I think is such a trash episode, literally because Lincoln is put in the trash can, is Girl Guru. That episode is just garbage in every possible way. Because again, it is another stereotypes the episode. Where it's like, oh, Lincoln is like giving girl advice and he thinks that every girl likes everything that his sister does. Lincoln, don't you know your sisters don't all like the same exact thing? And that means that other girls will, won't like the same exact things as your sisters do? Like... To me, that just made Lincoln look so dumb on his end, thinking, oh, my sister's like this, then a girl will like this. That completely makes no sense. Like, I get it. I get he's a kid. He doesn't understand that stuff. But I just think that was one of the stupidest... Like, that, that made Lincoln look so stupid on his end, thinking, oh, my sister's like something, that means other girls will like that thing. No, that's not how humans work, Lincoln. <laughs> uh... Yeah, and even his logic was even flawed because, like you say, just because 10 girls like something doesn't mean every girl. There's there's way more than 10 girls on Earth. So, yeah, I could say I like The Simpsons, but not everybody on the planet is going to like Simpsons the way I do. Or like the color purple. Right. I like the color purple. I'm sure someone else doesn't like the color purple the way I do. So, you know, I mean, obviously that was the lesson he needed to learn. But I just th felt it was so stupid that he thought that, oh, my sister's like a thing, that other girls will like that thing and they'll like the guys or whatever. Like, this is so bad. Like, uh, I'm trying, I just, it's so hard to think about season one because, like, there's so many episodes, or even roughing it, again, stereotype the episode. Lincoln thinks that he's just, like, softening up because he he's starting to, like, like, hanging out with his sister, so him and Clyde go on, go into the woods to be manly man. And then it's like, oh, I do like hanging out with my sisters. Yeah, that was such a waste of an episode. Like, I, again, I just, there, I, I, I hate the, season one to me is such, is, is the stereotype season. I think there's so many episodes that are just full of stereotyping to where when you look back at these episodes, they do not hold up whatsoever. Yeah, and I mean, I agree on Ruffin. It. It's it's something I didn't talk about in my initial thing on my least favorite episode, but um, I agree that it's it's quite put it bluntly. I'm gonna say it's a garbage episode because honestly, it doesn't matter if if you're a guy that likes dealing girly stuff. That's if you like hanging up your sisters, that's not a problem. Yeah. Alright, so my, my second to last question for you for season one is, of course season one, the main theme was about Lincoln surviving in a house full of ten sisters, but now, the season, but now the show has evolved to mostly focusing on the family as a unit. It's mostly just surviving in a huge family versus the sisters being an obstacle. And of course now we have, because again, season one, we didn't see the, fa the, the parents' faces until the reveal in season two with Little Outs of Leaping. So do you think this change was a good change that Lincoln isn't like the main focus anymore and it isn't about him surviving in the house full of ten sisters it's about about living with this chaotic family and just you know being used to that yes I think that the show uh, actually improved in quality by a ton when they made it instead of just about Lincoln when they made it about everyone because you can only do so much with one person 
but when you add everyone into the equation, you can do infinite possibilities in a way. So I think it definitely improved and uh, has been better ever since they expanded it to everyone. I agree. Again, because, you know, people are going to say, Lincoln bias, Sonny, but I will say that I'd rather have the show be a focus on the whole family, because again, it is the Loud House, not the Lincoln House. In my head, it's the Lincoln House, but in the show itself, (laughs) it's the Loud House. And I do, like, you know, through the years, I started to really appreciate a lot of the stuff they did with the sisters, because again, like, I love Lori, I love Lola, I like Lenny now, of course, so seeing that there are episodes I enjoy that focus on the sisters or any other character that isn't Lincoln is great. Because again, Lincoln, you know, I love him, but if I feel like I feel like if the show just revolved around him for four or five seasons, it would get stale. People would complain about it because like, where are the sister episodes? Where are the side character episodes? But now that they've expanded the universe and even making its own spinoff to where again, there's a spinoff focusing on Lincoln's friends, but she has her whole her own life now. I think it's great, and even having Lincoln's friends like Clyde or Stella have their own episodes. Or even, like, Lincoln having this group of friends that he's expanded on. Or just, the whole, like, again, like, the sisters having friends. Or just this whole, this whole universe is just expanded on. Then just having it revolve around Lincoln was such a great change. And, again, like, season five, like, you know, I say, I say season five has the best Lincoln. Because, again, Lincoln has grown so much. And looking back at season one, I think season one Lincoln is just, you know, not good to look back on. And now he's evolved so much to where I love him more. So, I just... I, I, I would say, as a fan of the Loud House, not just Lincoln, they definitely did a better job with expanding the world. Yeah, and this is going to definitely be a... I wouldn't say controversial, but something that people are going to disagree with. Uh, but the voice actor for Lincoln in most of season one, Grant Palmer, uh, more the voice actors now, like Asher Bishop, uh, they do a better job portraying the character and getting into the role more than previous voice actors have, in my opinion. Oh, I definitely agree on that. Like, Grant Palmer was a good Lincoln for what Lincoln represented in season one. Because again, I feel like season one Lincoln, like, we look back at episodes kind of like Tale of Two Tables and some other episodes where they tried to make Lincoln more mature because he was the focus. So, like, they don't... What we do with Lincoln, we're trying to, like, make him feel more mature than an 11-year-old, which I didn't, like, looking back at it, I personally don't like. Like, since Lincoln's 12 years old now, he should be more mature now than when he was 11 years old. So once they started, like, shifting the focus away from Lincoln, he could be an actual kid. But I like in season 5... That, like, Astro Bishop, for example, I think he's the, like, he's the best Lincoln so far because he has such great energy for Lincoln and what Lincoln represents now. Just, again, this, you know, headstrong, active, confident kid who's gone through so much in five seasons to where, again, he's now he's 12, so he's really just embraced his confidence and he isn't like scared about his reputation or anything like that so you know of course i've talked about how much lincoln means a lot to me as a character so seeing how much he's grown from season one to season five is great but and again like you said the voice actors reflect that like i'm not saying every lincoln lincoln voice actor is bad like for example colin d was okay i don't really think he's that great tex was all right as well like the ones in the middle were fine I just think Asher just brings this energy where I feel like it was missing from what Lincoln was in the last couple of these seasons. 
But I think Grant also did a good job for what Lincoln represented in season one, if that makes sense. It does, and I, I agree. He definitely did a good job for what Lincoln was in season one, but Asher does does the role a lot of justice now that they've expanded his personality and his uh, the way the show works around him and everyone uh, related to him. Yeah, because, like, again, like, I, I complain about season four. I'm going to talk about this when I record the season four or five retrospective. But I'm going to be, like, just hating on the fact that season four did Lincoln so dirty. And so when they finally, you know, they replaced Tex with Asher, who he came, well, Asher came in the last few episodes of season four, which I think they did a really good job with his introduction, since his introduction was a darkest story night. But once season five came around and they were saying, oh, hey, now that Lori's gone, we can finally focus on Lincoln being the main protagonist of the show again. They've done so much of Lincoln and having Astro be his voice actor now. They they really brought in somebody who really just embraced what Lincoln is now character wise. And, you know, I just, yeah, (laughs) but talking about season one, I just, you know, it's fun to look back at this stuff now thinking about how much the show has evolved from season one to season five, but it's funny how it's like, season one was the Lincoln House, and season five is kind of the revival of the la- of the Lincoln House. You, would you say that? It's kind of like the revival of, of Lincoln? I would say that. I would say that, and it's doing a better job at being the Lincoln House in, 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 on that topic. It's doing a much better job of uh, using his character effectively. Yeah, yeah, because when I talk about it on the Season 4, Season 5 episode, they've also referenced Season 1 as well, so they did a great job on that. But uh, one last question for you revolving around Season 1 and the future of The Loud House. Now that the show has continued on, since we've had Seasons 2, 3, 4, 5, we're going to get 6, and a spinoff, of course, uh, is there anything from Season 1 that you could think of that they should elaborate on or bring back in future episodes or is there anything, any missed opportunities or anything from season one that you can possibly think of that they should mention or reference or bring back? Because again, season five has referenced things from season one, like seasons cheating and things like that. But are, is there anything from season one that you think should be represented in the next uh, se- future seasons of the show? Well, I mean, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, mainly because I'm not the best at at long-term memory of references from from shows, so I mean I don't I don't have them in my head to remember. Uh, but I mean I would like to see them reference uh, stuff like Save the Date again. I would like to see that reference oh. in some way, shape, or form <laughs> in a um, crossover or something. But yeah. I mean, I would, I would absolutely love a sequel to Save the Date. Like, a, a, a Lobby and Roddy can double date. Like, that's that's like another dream episode of mine. But first, I gotta do my Roddy can dream episode where they can do the two double date sequel episode from that. I mean, if they ever did reference that, which they did reference it in the vlogs, which aren't canon, but they ever did, I probably, I probably would, I probably just uh, die happy that day if that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I want them to kind of not do like Star Wars: Force of Evil or something, and wait to uh, get their relationship in right before the show ends. I want to have time to 
for them to flesh that relationship out. Yeah, because I, you know, I was talking about it on uh, Lao Costa Talks. We were talking about uh, continuity in the show. And I remember them mentioning, like, say, or they were kind of saying, oh, well, here's some relationships that should have happened, and they put in Roddy Kid. And I had to say, um, actually, not yet. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> okay, guys, I know it's like, save the date. We all thought maybe with the kiss they might became a couple, but I knew right away it wouldn't happen because I don't want that to happen, you know. I mean, again, like, for example, Amphibia, Spring and Ivy, they're 10 years old, they're together, they got together in season one, but that's how that show rolls. I, I feel like with this show, the Loud House is a completely different show, and, you know, like, Link and Roddy have their own lives now, but they're still important to each other, and I think, you know, if they ever were to get them together i think we, that's why i like the slow progression versus just like okay they're together but what now you know it's it, it's like all right well they what 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 we do with them well we need to make an episode about them clearly loud house you need to do that first but i'm saying like i like that they just slowly build it you know but <laughs> that's i've always i've repeated myself but you know that's just that's just how i roll like i i like how i i mean, I've, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I've lost my train of thoughts. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about it. I've lost my train of thought. But yeah, no, I definitely agree. It, it, it definitely works out. But um, yes, okay. So thank you so much, Seren, for doing this with me, talking about season one of The Loud House. I had a lot of fun talking about this with you, of course, and looking back at the first season of the show as the show has progressed throughout the year. So again, thank you so much for doing this with me, as always. It was extremely fun. I'm, like I said at the beginning, I'm very glad we finally got to do this. It got rescheduled way more than I'd like to admit. Yeah, well, you know, life happens. What can you do? You know, but at least we got to get, well, at least we got it done. And that's what's great about it. <laughs> All right. So um, is there any social media you'd like to plug on my show before we go? Yeah. Um, as Sunny said, I'm Sarah and I uh, do the Castle uh, of Cybercast, which is on Twitter at CSG Cybercast and my uh, animation Twitter account, which I'm using to announce a whole bunch of stuff in the next couple of weeks uh, on the Cybercast is at Saren Santiago. Um, I keep everything separate from my radio show stuff now to get, so it doesn't get confused, but uh, yeah. And then obviously I'm on YouTube at Saren CSG as well. So all of that aside, thanks for letting me come on again. Of course, of course. I always love having you on. Um, you'll probably come back another time again because I always love having you on, man. You're the best. <laughs> um, and I always for... enjoy being on. What was that? I always enjoy being on. I look okay. forward to coming on. Well, I, I say for you, every time I come on your show, I always enjoy coming out as well, so thank you. Uh, and uh, as for me, if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Excel Clips on Twitter or at the podcast on Twitter, Casa Loud Chats. And again, as we continue on into our season retrospectives for The Loud House, next time we'll be talking about season two of The Loud House as it expands on the show, as we move forward into looking back on the seasons of The Loud House on our retrospective on Casa Loud Chats. So again, we'll see you all next time on Casa Loud Chat.